What's up guys, this is another episode of Reading Papers with Marcus. So, I did look up uh, what a speaker is, or like a, what is a host who's not hosting anybody, and it, I, I think I confused it because it just kept giving me definition of host, which it's, it, it's like, it's pretty common sense, someone who's a host that's not hosting anybody, they you won't even call him a host. So, yeah, and it just came with like the Urban Dictionary version, which is like guy uh, hosting like at some real estate thing and looking for hot guys, which I'm more or less what comes up most of the time with Urban Dictionary stuff like that. <laughs> so <laughs> I should have what expected. Uh, so what we're going to be reading today is my short story I wrote. So I'm the speaker, by the way. I'm the speaker. So my brother's like, what do you... I asked him the question. He's like, a speaker. So uh, this is... I'm the speaker. The speaker of this, this little shindig with one person. All right. Truth revealed. <sighs> short story time. Come on, Billy. It's time. Yes, Chief Buddha, replied Billy. Billy's ready to start the saber-tooth hunt. Get revenge on the beast that took his brother. The summer of the year 553 BC. In the heart of Africa. Billy is five feet tall. Hair with dreads. Warrior who's 13 years old. This hunt has happened every year. The best warrior would go on a hunt for the dreaded Saber-Tooth Tiger. Now, this tiger hunted, killed people from the tribe for decades. When we go to the mountain Halabu, where they live, my brother Joshua was the warrior who went on the hunt last year and never came back. Enraged, <gasps> Enraged Billy, <clears throat> he vowed revenge on the Saber-Tooth which motivated him to become the best warrior to do the hunt. Since then, the hatred consumed me. I became the best warrior and was chosen for the hunt. Bum, bum, bum. That's supposed to be like those drums they play over in Africa. Um, but more sounded like the start to uh, some cinematic movie. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, sent Billy off traditional drumming left into the field with his spear and bows and arrows his bow and arrows and hiked through the night arrived at the mountain early in the morning when you could s still see the stars left just enough light that you could see the outline of the mountain I think that's pretty cool when the sun it's like right behind the mountain and it's like the mountain's like all dark and then it's kind of like that uh <clears throat> holy halo thing where they there it's like the mountain's shining kind of thing um outline of the mountain when it was the sunrise sun right over the peak of the mountain billy was halfway up the mountain the rocky woods mixture feeling watch ducked behind a rock heart racing, reminded myself what this tiger did, focused on the hate, gripped the spear so tight, not my knuckles turned white, and we jumped out from behind the rock, ah, no, 
Billy! Joshua? Billy exclaimed in the confusion with the adrenaline pumping overload of emotions. I punched Joshua in the face. Then came the blood-curling growl from behind. Then a tremendous force that threw me to the ground and off in the direction Joshua was. I sprang up as fast as I could, wind knocked out of me, gasping for air, yeah, searching for the attacker. And I'm seeing my not-so-dead dead brother holding this monstrous growling saber-tooth back by the neck. That's giving me the death glare. Um, where's my spear? Er, I just kept thinking. It's broken. In Two lying on the ground, spread out with the arrows. Bow, couple feet away. I leap for the bow. Brother screams, "No!" Sabertooth is my friend. I grab my bow. Anyways, draw an arrow back, pointed at the saber tooth. This is what I trained for, hated for. Here, my brother alive with the beast that killed him. Why didn't he come home? Mind racing. I'm gonna kill him, Joshua. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him, Joshua gets the saber tooth under control while frantically saying, Let me explain, repeatedly. No, Joshua, no, I'm just kidding. Joshua got the saber tooth calm to calm down and he led me to a cave and started a fire, like a million other fires. Except and he started, the cave lit up as if there was a million little fires on the cave walls. There's gold on the walls, reflected the fire in strands, leading all the way down the cave. Jokja walked over to the cave wall and had me come with him. Once we reached the wall, realized there were drawings on the walls all over the cave followed the gold streams as if the drawings were words and the gold lines lines on a notebook paper telling a story <laughs> and then uh shoot never mind <laughs> i was trying to think of that movie uh ice age ice age and the mammoth mammy manny yeah manny and then you saw manny and the saber-toothed tiger hog oh, i forget his name uh, anyways, uh, that's what this keeps making me think of, and the drawings on the wall, uh, and the little little baby like touching it, drawings on the walls all over the cave. <laughs> then Joshua told me the story of the enchanting drawings. First, showed me drawings of tiger and people hunting together, of deer looking <clears throat> drawing. Looking at the drawing, these are our ancestors, lived in the mountains in peace with the tigers. He took me to a drawing that told of famine that left the hunting grounds dry. Tribe. <clears throat> um, you know, it's a, when it's a good story, and you wrote it, and and then you're, you're yawning. It's just when you know. Just FYI. <laughs> Uh, then the tribe started hunting the saber-toothed tigers for food. Soon realized 
who were the hunted. The saber-toothed tigers drove the tribe off the mountain to the plains. Joshua told me once he got to the mountain and hiked up a cliff in a rainstorm, slipped, fall, fallen, and broke his leg after two hours looking for shelter, passed out from his auction, and then he woke up in this cave, confused <clears throat> and scared. And this saber-tooth saved Joshua from the environment of the storm the night before. Now when he saw the drawings, he realized that these animals weren't vicious killers just defending themselves. Joshua knew he couldn't kill this saber tooth, and he couldn't return to his tribe without the tiger shame dishonor it would bring upon his family. He decided to live in the mountains. Through the truth being told, Billy realized that there was no reason for his hate and forgave the tiger and went and told the tribe. Then the tribe moved to the mountain and they lived happily ever after. Now, as you can tell, I'm a very good story writer. And all those points connected and it was very interesting. This was honestly, I think, probably the hardest paper for me to write. And it's uh, probably one of the not definitely not one of the good ones <laughs> but I, I think it's just interesting what came out of it but anyways uh, so that is my uh, short story of the truth revealed it's about Billy and his brother Joshua and him going and trying to kill the saber tooth who killed his brother a year ago and then realizing his brother's alive and all the emotion that comes from seeing a lost family member he hasn't seen in years that he looked up to and loved and oh, just so much confusion but then realized that the saber tooth wasn't the one he was angry at it was, it was uh, just that he lost that time with his brother and he thought he was dead missing his brother. It's more or less I think what I was going for and I think I would have to make this a lot longer and spend a lot more time on it. I'm pretty sure I like finished this up like five minutes before I had to leave the class so I was just like eh, no time to revive because there's like tons of misspellings and I sprang up as fast as I could. Sprang it's a misspelling. Let's see if I can auto correct. Yeah, spring. Sprain, span, span, jumped. I mean, I didn't put the G there. So, that was Truth Revealed. Thank you guys for listening, and until next time. Booty!